All right, hello and welcome to the Tight 48. Uh, I'm here with Matt Lazar. This is Jordan Myers. And then we have a special guest today, Devin. Devin, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, how long have you been participating in the... <laughs> All of giggles, just from that. How long have you been uh, a part of the summer movie contest? Uh, I think I've done it for two years and have not even gotten close to winning <laughs> Not even close. I think we were just talking earlier about your, your biggest bird so far has been the the new Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. What, what in the past has really been... The, everyone always has movies that really got fuck them. them. Yeah. Just fucked them around the ass. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely thought Disney's behind it. The first one made so much money that I was just, just going to be cruising. Yeah. It's easy. I, no matter how much it sucked, it was going to... It was going to make a bunch of money. I was definitely wrong. One thing I've, I've learned about some movie contests is it's so easy to be seduced by the prior film's success that you just assume, like, this next one's going to do great. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. then you just get seduced by that. Um, like, I, I, I knew that was going to happen with Neighbors. So I knew that was going to happen to an extent with X-Men. Um, not as bad as it's been going, but it's just like... Because you just you can feel it. It's like, America even give two shits about this? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's always weird. It always works out. And I know just this season so far, we're talking about this earlier, that it's been very lukewarm at best. Mm-hmm. And it's getting all the studios freaked out. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Uh, but for today's uh, Type 48, we're going to be discussing summer movie stars, the, the summer movie icons that we think of, and, and covering it not only this year, but really kind of all time. And what we're seeing also is future summer movie stars yeah we're gonna, go, we're gonna go back to the glory days when studios <laughs> felt good about their movies <laughs> when they were making a lot of money right 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 and sipping cocktails on a yacht god um, I miss those days yeah. <laughs> oh man so I know that we kind of already talked about this earlier but we were kind of covering uh, what we are saying are the big three which are, is arguable we, we were even looking earlier and saying you know you can look into bankable stars you can look into just icons which in general kind of go together but Matt what were you what was your hypothesis for today and, and yeah. the discussion you know summer movies I think are always um, identified with huge blockbusters and movies that make a shit ton of money and are just beloved by millions of people and a big part of that I've always associated with the the lead actor the person whose name is above the movie title um, and the big three in my head because I was thinking about this like who would have the title belt mm-hmm. you know who has the WF belt over right. their shoulder who's like I'm the man um, I've owned this season I'm the all time great I'm glad you said WWF by the way just saying right. that's for, in my for head later. it'll never for it'll, later for <laughs> later for who we're talking oh, yeah, about yeah, later yeah. I see where you're going with that um, <laughs> how can you change the WWE it just feels very I know yeah you say it. I had that problem once it gets in my head one way it'll, it'll never change <laughs> just, but the big three for me um, that I proposed to the group was Tom Cruise, Will Smith, and Arnold. Right. Those to me were, if you're going to have a conversation about who has the belt, who, you know, if you get in a car, who's going to drive, they're the person who grabs the, key, the keys to do the driving. Right. Everyone else takes the back seat or the, or the bucket seat. Um, hey. So I'm, I'm going to open it up to you guys. I mean, what do you guys think, if you really had to get down to it, who do you ride with? Who's who's going to grab the right. keys and be like, I'm driving, guys? Right. No, and it's interesting because it is, to your point, becoming more 
you know, rare that the, A, that the summer movie thing is as big a thing in some cases, but B, that there are just these names, these icons that can right. carry the movie, carry the whole thing themselves. I mean, Like, people went to go see, with these three actors, I think, went to go see them. They didn't even right. care what the movie was about. They just wanted to go see these three actors and whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they were doing. Yeah. I think modern day movies now are much more franchise based. Like, yeah. you go to see a Marvel movie, you don't really care who the star is. Yeah. It helps if it's someone you like, but in the day you want to see the superhero, not the actor playing the superhero. Right. Um, uh, but that wasn't the case back in the day. I think you went to go see an Arnold movie because you just want to see Arnold holding a minigun blowing some aliens up. You right. know, like that was the point of the movie. And you always know what you're going to get. Yeah. You, like, yeah. The these stars. They don't necessarily, I mean, not that they're not great actors. But typically, they're playing the same character in every damn movie. Right. Will Smith maybe would break the mold a little bit, and, and then you can jump in here. But I would Ooh, say that's... I would make an argument against Tom Cruise. But I know what you're going at. With you that. would say that Tom Cruise plays different. Yeah. Well, but not in summer movies though. Right. Like in in the November movies, yeah, you get <clears throat> you get Will Smith in The Pursuit of Happiness or Tom Cruise in Vanilla Sky. Sure. But in the summer, you get Mission Impossible and you get Men in Black. That's you know we should probably bring up the list of like the, each one of these guys' key movies because I think to be in contention for the title belt in the greatest of all time. Well, I can do Will Smith for you right now. Seeing Let's as I did Smith. watch, Please. I did watch all of the right, his right. summer movies is, this weekend just it, because it is worth noting that that Devin here is the only one that actually did proper research for this episode and actually like went back to you know the source material. Uh, of these, well, mainly of Will Smith. Re- so, well, only so of Will we, Smith. Yes. Anything outside of Will Smith, you are you are go to Will Smith. Expert so I'll, here. I'll list off the Will Smith movies, and you can make your case. Okay. So Will Smith, if he's a guy who says, "Give me the belt," I'm the guy driving. I'm the champion. His big movies in the summer, and you add to this if I'm missing something, sure. are Bad Boys, Men in Black, which was the number one movie, number one movie that summer, Independence Day, which was the number one movie that summer. Hancock, iRobot, Wild Wild West, and After Earth. Those kind of his big. I know you can make fun of After Earth or Wild Wild West, but um, those are, I think are his big big movies. You can also add that he had a lot of big summer music hits. If you want to come to that category, <laughs> that's, that's true. Oh, that's really? true. Um, but hey, we I think all of us can do the first uh, bar, couple bars of. Uh, Wild Wild West theme song if we really want to I thought, that. Gonna, I thought you were going to say Welcome to Miami but I was just I was thinking that was also around that time, but, yeah. um, so that, that's his big movie so make your argument Dev I want to hear it why Will Smith deserves the title belt okay so I thought about it a lot while I was watching the five <laughs> movies over this weekend because I, I should have enjoyed this weather instead yeah. uh, <laughs> and as I was watching I was trying to figure out like why is he better than Tom Cruise and Arnold and I could say like I've seen all of the Terminators but I haven't, I don't think I've seen all of Arnold's summer movies I've seen most of Cruise's but right. I think Will appeals to everybody and he is he also brings an element of comedy that Arnold and Tom Cruise don't have hmm. not to say that Cruise is not funny uh, Cruz, I think, sometimes relies on the writing to be yes. funny, for him to be funny. Whereas Will is just funny. I agree with and that. And he's you never see him as just someone doing action. It's like Hancock was he was a funny character. Like it was mm-hmm. it was the fact that he was a superhero, but he yeah. was also just yeah. an asshole. 
but a funny asshole. So it made you really like him. Men in Black, he was like this cocky yeah. police officer to start yeah. off. That all he did was make jokes, and then right. you had like Tommy Lee Jones, who's this very serious. Yeah. Um, and they their contrast was like really really good because of how goofy Will Smith was. Right. So I think that makes him the best because he has that comedic effect with it. I think those are two actually really good points. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about his comedy ability because, yeah, Arnold and, and Cruz can't touch him there. Oh, right. that He has that corner <laughs> yeah. and he owns it. Like, yeah. come get it, you're not going <laughs> to. Um, and his appeal is very genuine. You know, we, we were briefly talking about this before the podcast, but I definitely think he was able to appeal to different demographics. Um, he wasn't strictly a white dude's guy or Cruz, which I think a lot of his appeal did rely with women as much as guys he was able to go black and white and he was kind of in a way I don't know if you guys agree with this but with Will Smith but like he kind of was like one of those it happens we do this with our society where there's like a black entertainer that we kind of elevate as like safe where like everyone can like right. get behind um, and I feel like Will Smith kind of owned that corner and still kind of does own that corner oh absolutely right where everyone kind of is like ah, I like this guy um and and I think that made it kind of exciting uh, for him because he was this guy you could put in these movies uh, that you wouldn't traditionally see because he was able to kind of balance that out. Yeah. I would say the other thing, too, kind of going along with that, is that he's kind of a straight shooter. So you never hear, like, you never have, like, big controversy surrounding Will, I feel like. Right. And not to say that, like, I don't think Tom Cruise really does. I mean, I would I was going to say Scientology, but Will's, Will's, been, Will's been linked to Scientology too, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't really, like, say He plays it safe. That but, might be Will Smith's yeah. ultimate yes. thing you could knock him on, is that he doesn't take that many risks. Right. right. He plays it safe because he has to protect that brand. Well, you, you, I think maybe you told me this, or I heard this before, read in other articles, that when he was deciding to make that leap from TV to movies, he right. looked at um, the list of like movies of all time that have like greatest movies of all right. time and gross. He studied it. He studied it and he picked kind of the type which he looked at, which was going out of sci-fi, solo guy against the world, right. that kind of story. And that's where he hit. He hit the sci-fi niche, he hit solo guy kind of against the world, that kind of right. heroic thing, and, and played that to a T. And right. knew that would make him bankable. And I mean, the numbers show it. I mean, he's... He continues to be one of the most bankable stars overall, like every year. I think I've, I've looked up this thing here. He, his movies overall have grossed almost three billion dollars. His average movie does one hundred twenty-three million dollars. Right, and that's really impressive. A hundred. Yeah. If you're averaging over a hundred million, that's that's yeah. damn good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would say his peak years were probably so he breaks out with Bad Boys. I think Independence Day might have come. And then Independence out. comes out right after that. Oh, it comes after. Okay. And I think he probably goes all the way to, like, Hancock, where he's very much peak Will Smith, where if he's in a movie, people will go see it. Yeah. Um, now I feel like he's kind of... He kind of took a break, and then his movies that he's been making haven't really been capturing the zeitgeist as it once did. But, I mean, that's an impressive run. That's at least ten years where right. he was right. the guy. Like, he was the biggest guy. You put him in a movie, people go nuts over. Um, and you... Yeah, it's just hard to beat that. And I think he had a weird thing with uh, After Earth, where 
Yeah, that was kind of he even mentioned that with that he like thought about just quitting after that right. because he was it just tanked mm-hmm. so bad, and I think it was partly the tank with him on the bill. But I think the bigger thing was he brought his kid into that movie too, right. and I think he felt bad for what it did to him. Right. Uh, and it's kind of weird to see that from a guy that was so confident for so long. Right. So that's Will. Mm-hmm. Um, my guy, I think, I mean, I can go a lot of different ways. Yeah. But the cruise missile's kind of my dude. Kind of ride with him. <laughs> um, Love that you call him the cruise missile. Yeah. Cruise missile right to my heart, baby. Um, and uh, Cruise missile right to my heart. Oh, he, his run is the longest. Right. And peak. I mean, he's still kind of relevant these days. He's no longer making the biggest movies, but he's still making movies that at least come out that do decent. Right. But if you consider him starting with Risky Business, which is, I think, 1980. That's his first summer movie. And then he goes on a murder's row that basically lasts all the way, I think you could say, War of the World, which is, like I think, in 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. This includes... Mission Impossible, Top Gun, Collateral, War of the Worlds, Minor Report, mm-hmm. Days of Thunder, Cocktail, and Risky Business. Right. And I'm actually skipping Edge of Tomorrow and Tropic Thunder, which happened a little later, which I think was post his peak. Tropic Thunder is not really his movie anymore. Anyway. That's true. That's true. You know what, though? I Every time I see that movie, I am always shocked at how much I enjoy his little like cameo in there. Because it, oh, like, yeah. it catches you completely off guard. Right. You like have no idea. That's one of those guys, again, we were kind of talking about how he does usually play this game character and he decided to play something completely obviously out of his normal house the movie's a little hit or miss in some spots that honestly is one of the shining parts for me right in that whole movie but I think like you know Cruz's appeal was always he's a very good looking guy Mm -hmm. Um, and I think you know my brother and I were talking about this another day where I think in order for you to be a mega star you kind of have to be good looking I, I can't actually imagine a person who was a megastar that wasn't good looking. I think that's part of the package. Right. Um, so he's a very good looking guy with that great smile who just exuded charisma mm-hmm. in such a maximalist way that you just kind of surrendered to it. Right. Like you think a movie like Top Gun, the whole time he's just in fucking sunglasses, just winning the whole movie, smiling. That's right. all he does in that yeah, movie. Yeah, playing with the boys. Yeah, right? playing with the boys. And when you watch Mission Impossible, he's just fucking jumping off shit, exploding, yeah. and just looking cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and I always give him huge props for the fact he does all his own stunts. Oh, does yeah. all his own Absolutely. stunts. My God. And he's that famous for being like that super committed guy. Yeah. For all this weirdness and stuff, and we can talk about this, I guess, in a little bit, but he is so committed. And my God, that stunned the last movie where he's like strapped to a plane. Oh my God. He like literally was strapped to an actual plane that took off. Or Mission Impossible 4 where he's fucking like on top of that tower oh, that's yeah. 200 oh, stories yeah. high. God. I think he's just like, I'll, or even Mission Ball 2, like he did the rock climbing scene, you know? Yeah. Like, without a belt. Oh, yeah. You're like, what the heck? I mean, I'm afraid if like you cast him as an astronaut, he might go to space for like two months for research. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh. <laughs> but like, he, that's probably part of his contract. Kind of uh, I have to go spend time at the International Space yeah, Station. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, uh, but to your point earlier, Devin, I do think Tom Cruise, for all the charisma and talent that he has, he's dependent on the source material. I don't know if he can kind of get on by his own. Right. Right. Um, but is there something to be said if you have the ability to put, pick good stuff? I think that's one of his key trademarks. You know? That Tom, uh, Tom Cruise always came to me that he just wanted to work with really talented people. He sure. didn't really care about the ramifications. 
Yeah. Um, and I think that really helped him. I will help him in the long run. I think when people look back on his career. But uh, to the other point that was made earlier about Tom Cruise, a big driver of his was that he appealed to both men and women. Yes. Women went to go see Tom Cruise. Sure. And men, I think, secretly also went there because they kind of liked like the, the male fantasy and fulfillment of like here's this guy who's just owning everything right. um, uh, and that was a big draw of his right. so he kind of has that corner but I mean if you're going to make an argument from like 1980 to like 2005 that's a good 25 year yeah. run where mm-hmm. he was just the maybe Will Smith passed him in the 90s but he was still there you know right. he was like <clears throat> the rock fighting Stone Cold Steve Austin we're going to make a WWF reference where like these <laughs> right. two guys were like competing <laughs> for the right, belt right. <laughs> um, and Will Smith is the rock who's kind of the new hot new guy coming into the scene Sure. Do you think, so I guess to, to bring it full circle, or, or trio that we're looking at, so you've got Arnold, you know, part of that obviously, a lot of his stuff is, yes, he's a, you, you always think of when you think of summer movies, but do you think, at least recently, he's become kind of limited in the, the movies, I mean, his whole thing is Terminator right now. I mean, yeah. that's really all he's got. He's definitely post-peak. He had Commando Post-post back peak. in the day, and all these other movies he was doing. Um, now he's he's just that's all he's at and, and I think you, you brought up a good analogy earlier Devin about it's, a, it's definitely also a generational thing you know right. probably like you were saying um, about kind of younger kids like their era, era and all that right I, so I like compared it to, to basketball where it's like whenever someone says who's the best player ever mm-hmm. the people our age will all say Michael like you're it's going to be really hard for you to say someone other than Michael but sure People that are ten years younger than us, or younger than us, fifteen years younger than us, they'll go Kobe or LeBron just because that's what they're used to seeing. Right. And then the people that are like ten years older than us, they're gonna go with Will, Magic, um, Kareem, something like that, and that's who they grew up watching. So for me, I grew up watching Will, um, and I think Arnold was just like right. so much further back, and I was just seeing all his stuff. On VHS, not yeah. on DVD at that point. Sure. So, um, you know, if I didn't see his stuff in theaters, I just like didn't even really know. I, I mean, I don't think I saw the first Terminator until I was a teenager or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe like going into college, but all of Will's Will's things I've seen in theaters, if You're not sure. like right after. So. I think a big thing of it is if you are in a conversation, you say, you know. Oh, let's go see the new Will Smith movie. You're gonna say that. You're gonna say, "I'm gonna see the new Tom Cruise movie." You don't have to explain what you're seeing. Whereas you're not gonna say, "Hey, let's go see," like you said, the next uh, Daniel Day Lewis movie. I want to go yeah. check that. Out. Can't wait yeah. to see it. I can't. I'm gonna go see the new Amy Adams movie. I'm really excited about that. Like right. that's just not. That's not how you're gonna describe it. I think that's what these kind of stars are. These guys that right. really do make the whole season. But you know, I'm, I was thinking about it. A big thing is, does anyone ever really do impressions of Tom Cruise? I mean, I can't think of how many times that done Arnold Schwarzenegger impression and I think that by itself he's like almost bigger than his movies so I think it actually doesn't matter that he isn't more than maybe Terminator and a couple <laughs> other good movies I mean because he, he is such an icon I'll say that in defense of Arnold um he was probably the first summer movie star he was the original and the last action hero yeah and the last <laughs> action hero um uh, and, in, and in a weird way he was like his movies are so pure summer movie going experiences. They're not trying to be anything more than like, let's just have a fun time. Right. He's not trying to do anything more. 
and there's something to be said about being the original and just being the purest um and once again if you look at his he's got true lies he's got terminator he's got predator he's got last action hero he's got the conan movies um recall he's got total recall like these aren't movies that you're like, oh, those are well written movies. Like, those movies are fucking awesome. Yeah. You watch them, and like five minutes in, you're like, this movie's kind of fucking dope. And then he has a scene where he has a fucking minigun blowing up a helicopter, and you're like, this yeah. movie's... Oh, man. Like, no, I always say this about Arnold. Yeah. The cool thing about Arnold is when you see him holding a giant gun, you're just like, no one could ever do that better. Yeah. No one That's could... True. No one. That's I don't, true. Stallone tried. Right. But like, it was always like a pale imitation. You're like, Stallone sticks to the boxing because you can't touch Arnold in a commando gear with a giant railgun. That's a good point. Um, yeah, and he's so iconic at this point. So many of his movies are being redone too. You know, right. you had uh, where Total Recall was, was redone. There, uh, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, they do all these Terminator movies now. Some with him, some without him. Yeah, right. just because. I hope they make a you know another jingle all the way. I would go see that. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> Sinbad baby. Yeah, Sin, yeah so uh, Sam Sinbad's in it. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some Sinbad, but uh, uh, let, me, let me throw it this way then. What if we counter, like, if you just took their best movie and yeah. you just said, okay, you get to go in the ring with one weapon to Ooh. win the belt and the weapon's your movie, you know, Ooh. does that make a difference? Because to me, Will's probably purest summer movie, I would say is Independence Day. Welcome to Earth. Well, here's, we were talking this earlier. The problem with Independence Day is it's hard to think of it as just a Will Smith movie. It's hard to think of this is a Will Smith movie, right? I honestly think of Jeff Goldblum. Over Will Smith, you're fucking. I'm not man. saying he's a summer movie star. I'm not gonna say this. No, summer, but you Jeff associate Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum more with Independence like... Day than Will Smith. Yes, Will Smith doesn't come in that movie until like a third way through. Really, he doesn't really come. I'm in like questioning our friendship right now. Uh, I, I mean. <laughs> I sort of agree. Like, I love so, that movie, okay. <laughs> Don't disown me. I guess, like, I would compare it to, like... So, like, in Men in Black, the movie is about Will Smith. It's about his character. It's mm-hmm. not about Tommy Lee Jones. Like, Tommy Lee Jones is in it the entire time. Probably in it longer than yeah. Will Smith is. But the movie is about Will Smith. Right. Independence Day is not about Will Smith. It's about yeah. the entire cast of people. Yeah. True. And that's the only problem I have with saying that that is a Will Smith movie. So you guys want to write with Men in Black is his purest movie. Like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna write with, <laughs> you probably got. Oh, wait, wait, Bad Boys Two. Uh, Would you say because Martin Lawrence being that you wouldn't say it's a Will Smith? No, movie? No, no, I say that's a Will Smith movie. Yeah, you're Bad Boys. Martin Lawrence is on the is on the banana rider to his jet ski in that movie. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, or he's not he's not banana riding him. He's on the jet ski, but he's holding his waist while. Will Smith is driving it. Boy, I got what you're saying. Oh, by the way, I want this on record. I think there's no way in this new Independence Day sequel that they don't have Will Smith showing up in there somewhere. I've already told you my theory, Matt. He's, there's but no it, does, it can't count as a photo. There's no. I'm not saying I want, I want to no, see him speaking. He's alive. He's there because they make this whole deal and that he's dead. And then like the son is now a right. pilot and he shows a picture of right. his dad. I know it's bullshit. He's they've been making this whole I don't thing. Think they so. No, they made this whole thing. How? No, I've only seen Will Smith do one cameo, and that was in Anchorman Two. What is he in Anchorman? 2? He's in the like last fight scene where, where like all the like newscasters and stuff. He's, he's, he's like yeah. one of the, yeah. 
that's the only cameo I've ever seen him do. I There's strongly be something, doubt. Something. I want. I'm putting it on record. He's gonna be showing up. <laughs> do you feel like Jeff Goldblum showed up to his house? Is like, you know, <laughs> I think like something's gonna happen. They're gonna like do, do I have to give you like hand jobs for the next month? Yes. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think that that thing was all smoke and mirrors to make you think they couldn't get him for money's sake. Pay the guy a million dollars to show up one day, and literally like the the fan well the fan gasm just to see him on screen in that movie when they That's thought true. he was dead. So you're making all your point reason why you should be Independence Day is movie. You guys are like Independence Day is not his movie. True. You just talk two minutes about Independence Day. That's true. Oh, but Independence Day is just a great movie. So that is that's a harder thing, but yeah, I also would have a fangasm if he was in any movie. When he was in yeah. Anchorman too, I was like, oh my god, this yeah. is the best movie sure. ever now. Speaking of Daniel Day, like, really shows up in <laughs> <Yeah. like>, What? <laughs> Uh, okay, so they got Men in Black. Yes. Uh, I think Top Gun's probably the pick for Tom Cruise. Yeah. Over Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Yeah. Top Gun's out of control in that movie. Mm. Maverick, come on. Yeah. I mean, you could do the same thing. Men in Black versus Independence Day and that whole thing. I could say the same thing. Um, but it's Maverick, dude. You I'm say not Maverick. You you think of like ten images. I mean, I'm not cool. saying that Top Gun is Val Kilmer's movie. I'm just saying that Val Kilmer's great in that movie. He is great in that movie. But we've already had a Top Gun discussion in another podcast. But um, <laughs> and then Arnold is definitely Terminator. Sure, like, yeah. that's that's sure. an easy one to pick. Yeah. So I mean, if you went to those ring with those movies, what movies would you be like? I want to watch that movie first. But I'm see, I'm going with Will just because I. Yeah. You're choosing I mean, I just dude, I just spent. Two yeah. days watching Will Smith movies when I could have been outside. I kind of, I'm gonna agree with my boy here because I would say if I'm sitting there, I can't I'm not gonna just sit down and watch Top Gun. I invited the wrong people to this podcast. And I, um, <laughs> what did you? Wait, so you're gonna think I'm gonna be all about cruise control? I'm just not gonna sit. I don't cruise no. missile. I, I cruise, cruise missile. missile. Sorry, cruise control also. Right? Cruise control. But it's also associated with speed too. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Which was yeah, not good. This is the second time we talked about speed too in this podcast is really upsetting me because it's a terrible. It has to be one of our po- future podcasts. Us watching speed two and talking about it. Just watching the commentary. Like, how did Sandra Bullock get roped into this? How much money? That's did what she I don't pay? understand. Jeez. There might have been a contractual obligation, or they paid her a lot of money. Not that's really depressing. Uh, no. I, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just I got it's. Yeah, I'm not gonna fight it because Men in Black's a really fun movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it holds up really well after that, but two is okay. I couldn't. I don't remember anything about two or three. Three is really good. That's just me, though. I'm very easy to please, but I'm not. Was really I'm not good. as solid in the camp. I will say on the Will Smith thing, but I will say that if we're gonna do it the way you cut it down, uh, that's. That's the one I'm going to go in the ring with. I would go in with Men in Black. You know? well, let's, let's turn this way. Say, like, you take Will Smith out of Men in Black and you yeah. put Cruz or Arnold in it. Do you think they can pull it off? Not Likewise, if you take Cruz out of Top Gun and you put Arnold or Will Smith in it, do you think that movie still works? You could totally do Will Smith yeah. in Top Gun. Yeah, absolutely. And then do you think Cruz or Will can do Terminator? No. 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 Mm, maybe Will could do the Terminator. It'd be weird. Yeah, I, I can't see that. That'd be weird. Well, he kind of, you know what, think about it, he kind of does a night robot. It kind of is. I mean, that's, that's yeah. true. Because the argument I'm trying to get is there's some people that they're so special and so dominating in what they do that, that no one else can do what they do. And I, I, I'd say agree. I think Will Smith could do Top Gun. Easy. Yeah. Um, 
God, I didn't realize how solid I was in Will Smith's camp on all this. I'm actually getting sweat a little bit now, but uh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens when a true Will Smith fan. Oh wow! Since looks, day one, looks comes like this in. cruise missile is off course. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but to your point, with, with but I don't think anyone could do Arnold what Arnold did. No, and I think that's part of the whole thing with his mystique as an icon is that there is just obviously, you know, some of the campiness of him in his kind of robotic acting as is, and the fact that, you know, he plays these roles that only a man his size could play, which is a great segue to who I think is an up-and-coming summer movie star, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think that guy could easily play anything that Arnold could play. That's a really good point. And he could play anything that Will Smith could play. Oh, absolutely! I, I, and I he's that. already doing. A, a, he's already signed on to do a movie in the vein of the Jason Bourne movies, which you could argue is also kind of Tom Cruise's shtick. Discuss. If you make that, a, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I literally did this in the middle, yeah. like hand motion. I thought he was gonna do a mic drop. It was more like fairy dust that he like sprinkled. But um, that's fine for uh, our audio guests. Uh, he was a movie I think called The Tooth Fairy. Yeah, he was. It's uh, not a bad movie. You would hate it. It was actually a bad movie, but I enjoyed it. I just saw Matt's like entire like mindset on The Rock change. Like in his like. His, I mean, I've 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 been a big fan of I've I've I've. I've I've been a big fan of The Rock. I think he's got huge <laughs> charisma and appeal. Yes. But I think if you want... If we're going to choose up-and-comers, you're going to put some money down who you think mm-hmm. could get to the level or surpass the big three. Maybe put the fourth guy on Mount Rushmore. You need to have mega-hits, and you need to be the the reason yeah. why they're mega-hits. And you, you can't just have one film. you got to have a couple. I get you. He's I, well, I, that's I said, what we're saying. Up and coming. We're not saying he's already there. He's up and coming. He is up and coming. Right. But I mean, the person you guys are like rushing to judgment. You're like Rock, the Rock. Dwayne Johnson has it locked down, and I'm not so certain about that yet. All right. Well, here's what I'm he's, about he's probably got the best chance. He's here, probably got the best chance. Here's what I'm about to do to you. I'm about to hit you. This doesn't happen very often here. I'm about to hit you with some numbers. So numbers, we were just talking about this earlier. Will Smith's average movie does $123 million. Kind of hard to surpass. He's almost Are you affecting allowing uh, inflation into these numbers? Uh, if a box office mojo is, then yes. I don't think they are. I think they're probably just doing the ad phase. <sighs> All right. Just go with me on this. So then... I'm killing your average. Now, average would be, for Arnold, would be $62 million. His But his all-time gross is about $2 billion. Tom Cruise, his average is $99 million. His total gross is three and a half billion. The Rock, his average movie so far has done almost a hundred million. Ninety-seven million is his average right now. In fact, if you looked it into inflation, those numbers change. These are. Mm, and there's also a good argument that, like, if you really want to get into the nuts and bolts of the movie industry, there's right. more movie theaters. I got there's you. More Americans that are alive today to go see movies, so those numbers are going to be scary. adjusted for inflation. I got you here too. I got you here too. Uh, adjusted for inflation, adjusted totals, still uh, two point three. His yeah, his average so far is on two point three billion. The Rock, or not the average, his overall is on three two point three. The, the The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. He's got big movies and you just don't think about it because no, he is. I mean, he I, gets the he gets the Fast and Furious movies, which I know upset you because you don't think of him. But since whatever he got came in the fifth one, he's pretty much an integral part of the franchise now. Sure. 
and we're talking about a guy who's signed on now for a superhero movie in the next mm-hmm. five years. He's going to be in this. He's going to be um, Doctor, not Doctor. What the heck is he going to be? It's going to be the Doctor. He's going to. There's a. Uh, he's he's signed up for a superhero role that's okay. basically the basis for Superman. Essentially, it was a, a comic book that came out before yeah, Superman. Yeah. Um, he's signed on for more of these Fast and the Furious movies. He's signed on for this um, series that was done, written by the guy that did Jason Bourne. Baywatch is going to be huge. Baywatch will be huge. Uh, he's got that Central Intelligence movie, which I think is going to be great. Um, mm-hmm. It's got Kevin Hart in it, too. I mean, you're going to see Central Intelligence for The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah. You're not... I don't True. care what the movie that, is that's about. That's a good point. You're, that is a star movie. You're, that's a star vehicle movie. You're seeing that not for the premise. You've seen it because you just like those guys. Would right. you... Could you also make the argument that you would also only see San Andreas for The Rock? I saw San Andreas... Only because The Rock was in it. Yes. And I ended up liking it. Yeah. I did see it because of The Rock. I, no, listen, I'm a fan of The Rock. I'm just saying, he's got he's to put some time in first. <laughs> he's probably the best bet of right... Because right now, so many of these actors are locked in to just replaying their superheroes that they don't... They're not giving that variety to go do other stuff mm-hmm. that I feel like holds them back to their full potential. Right. Of being like an iconic summer movie actor, right? Um, and The Rock hasn't been really tied down to that. He's had the room and the versatility to go do other stuff. Uh, so I mean, he's got a chance. Don't get me wrong; he's got a chance. But uh, I, I was, I was also thinking about this. The Rock has turned from, to me, he's turned from Brendan Fraser into. Will Smith like at first he just did all these like really corny movies because he sure. could, he only yeah. did like family films because like those of, are the only people that like really wanted to cast him he was following the and, Arnold script which was like do low budget action films sure. that have big upswing but then do those family comedies like yep. King Garden right. Cop Jingle All the Way and we'll right. try to like sprinkle those point. in but I think he's sort of morphing his way out of that now oh yeah, yeah. he's kind of doing his own thing I'll tell you do it he's um I mean, Scorpion King was his, his first movie. That was kind of his breakout thing. Oh and fuck! That movie is the movie is great. I love Scorpion King. It's great. Well, he had he has part as Scorpion King in the in second the movie too. Yeah. yeah, and then they they decided to make it make their own spinoff thing, and it was a bet that paid off. By the way, The Rock's the best WWF wrestler of all time. Like, if you're gonna make an argument for that title belt, that might be a discussion for another day. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> his own Mike. I was gonna say, I would have said Stone Cold, but that's right. but. Um, <laughs> Is there any other guys you think could possibly the uppercomers would be the fourth guy in that Mount Rushmore? Or is there somebody you feel like in the past that you feel like, okay, guys, we haven't anyone do credit. This person well, had a killer career. I think to be fair to our uh, female fan base, we should touch on the fact that what actresses do we see doing this? We did talk about this earlier. Angelina Jolie, you could kind of argue, had a time that she was doing that. Because she she's like one of the few actresses, I think, that could be an action hero right and it comes off totally authentic and genuine you know sure. like question it um you know she could be James Bond you'd be like okay done makes sense to me um and so many of the summer movies I think are uh, usually action oriented films mm-hmm. uh, at least that's what kind of some movies are about either do that or you do like your rom-coms or your or your buddy cop movies right or your R-rated comedies there's a lot of genres as I keep adding to this, but um, <laughs> right. 
And so Angela Jolie, I think, you know, she she can she can play in that in that boy's world. And I think that is a reason why we kind of probably associate her with being a successful summer movie actor. Um, you know what? I just thought of Melissa McCarthy is going to be in Ghostbusters. She was in Bridesmaids. That came out in the summer, I believe. The Heat was a big summer movie. Spy came out. Last Spy summer, was a big summer movie. Those all made a pretty good amount of money, and I'm pretty sure they were all pretty good too so she might be like up and coming I mean, she's in that like Adam Sandler territory where yeah. she's sneaky good of yeah. being like a good contender but she doesn't come to my mind at first oh yeah it's a, and I, I wonder if like should I knock them for that like when I, you say some movies I'm thinking these people and I forget like oh yeah that person but uh, I think that's only because like you said we think action right and like while like spy I guess you could maybe you could make an argument that that's like sort of an action movie but mainly when you think of her you think comedy I mean we right. haven't really thought of any comedic actors it, to me that, it's, it's Eddie Murphy is probably your best bet if you want to go down that route because right. he did have a lot of movies especially in the 80s and then he had Nutty Professor in, in the 90s and Shrek in the 2000s um, so you could you could actually make a very good argument Eddie Murphy is the fourth guy in that list right I'm trying to think of other other contenders other than The Rock. I can't think of anyone else that's really going to maybe hit that. I mean, Channing Tatum would love to. I just don't know if Channing oh, Tatum could do yeah, that. He can't. Channing Tatum has huge potential. Yeah. But to him, it's all going to come down to what movies you select. And yeah. I think he actually kind of likes making those indie movies, those Oscar contenders. Oh, sure. And... And you know, when you're when you're an actor, you got to choose your roles, and these roles will take six months of your life. Yeah. So you can't take all of them. You can't do everything. I think he's still reeling after the debacle that was Jupiter Ascending, and I think he never. I I I don't know. We'll see. I he's also somebody who's very dependent on the material given to him. Right. It's not like he's not Will Smith, where Will Smith could be like, "Well, this movie's just about a guy getting pretzels out of a vending machine." Like, this movie's gonna suck. Put Will Smith well, into it. You're like, damn, this movie's fucking awesome. Twenty One Jump Street, he's pretty solid. I but mean, I don't think that's, do you think that's because of him, though. Yeah, I think I that was because the directors gave him some choice material to work with. Yes and no. And I if, love Channing Tatum. If I had not seen that movie and you told me about that, then that's what I would think. Like, he was only using the source material. But after seeing it, you have to admit that he has some comedic chops in that. That and he's good. Part of it can't Mike. just be yeah. Partly you can't. Well, I don't want to get that enthusiastic. I know you're <laughs> a huge fan of Magic Mike. I think those are good films. How am I not surprised? Those I, are good films. I know you saw Magic Mike one and two um, in the theater. In the theater. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not going to take part in that podcast with you. But anyways, uh, good movies, dude. <laughs> I, I know, you and it's your. A guy, you just watch people dance really well. Yeah. Do you not like dancing? I just don't want to see like men's schlongs, you know, on the big screen. I'm sorry. I'm good. Right. If you guys are insecure about your sexuality, that's perfectly <laughs> I just don't want to see the dancing. Listen, there's no dancing <laughs> yeah, yeah, movie I that I'm going to see. Yes. <laughs> not Step Up, not uh, what is it, Save the Last Dance. You guys serve as a great movie. Though. Oh my god, that is the that. worst movie I've ever seen before in my entire life. No, I. I yeah. Chantim's Chant- a good bet. Like, that's a person you could, could do it. Could do it. I would say that he's someone that's. I don't know if he's knocking the door as much as The Rock is, whereas The Rock's mm-hmm. already got his, his, himself slated for that. The next five years, he's going to already do the movies that are going to set him up for that. 
Right. He's thinking summer movie. He's like, I want. He's that. smart about mm-hmm. it. He's looking at that, and he's looking at that belt, and he's like, I want to wear that. That's the other. Part I don't think Tatum's thinking that. He is a, a great marketer. He is a great marketer. He right. is um, huge on social media. He not only does movies, he also does TV. That TV show on HBO, I really like Ballers. It's oh, a great yeah. show. It's kind of, Ballers is also a summer summer show. Great summer yeah. show. <laughs> He's even that's all his whole niche there, and it's. It's really a lot. It's it's entourage with sports is really what it is. Yep. And it's it hits that if you like that, you will love Ballers. You're a fan of the Rock, you'll love that. Because if you want to be the summer movie title belt wearer, mm-hmm. you have to want it. You don't like accidentally mm-hmm. become it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you seek material out where I will own yeah the summer. Uh, it's not like oh man, it's not like. I really didn't think that movie about uh, like being a butterfly catcher really was going to catch on and make $300 million. Yeah. Like, you're looking for Baywatch. Sure. You know, like, I want a movie that is going to get people to go see movies. That is well, true. And, and the smart thing with that movie is he's also brought in a bunch of big actors, too. Your man, Zac Efron, being a big part of that movie. So, and that's another guy. You could argue Zac Efron. Maybe in five years, maybe? I think he's been... Maybe I don't know. I think he's been at this point sort of typecast as like a certain thing, and it'd be hard for him to get out of that. Um, yeah, okay. I I'll ride with Chan Tam is the and the Rock is probably the two chief contenders. I can't really think. Maybe Melissa McCarthy if she can keep her role going. Yeah, in the female world. Yeah, I don't even know if it's necessarily female. I think she just kind of right. I'm just saying the, good, the female end of the spectrum because we're looking so heavily at male actors. I think we need right. to also give due to our uh, ladies that are really bringing it as well. Um, no, I agree. They, they, I think, all have cross appeal. Um, what do you think? Do you think this is something that's going to continue onward? I mean, are you going to have the icons of of the day like you did with Cruz and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger and even like a Will Smith? I mean, do you think that really is something that's attainable now? With you seeing things like the studios having weak numbers this summer and all these ensemble movies being the biggest thing, do you think in the future? that having this giant star carry the whole movie is really going to be bankable. It's going to be tough. I think most of the star vehicles are basically TV shows these days. Um, and these studio movies are getting so expensive that you... It's, I think they get more nervous about banking on an actor mm-hmm. to pay for that $200 million budget right. more than a franchise. Um and I think they feel much more comfortable interchanging out the actor but not the franchise. Mm-hmm. Now, Spider-Man's like, well, we don't need so-and-so to do this movie. We just need the franchise to do it. Tur- or Transformers is the same way. We don't need Shia LaBeouf. We can just right. roll in Mark Wahlberg. Everything will be fine. Um, no one will notice the difference. No one will notice the difference, right? <laughs> it's Transformers. But, right. uh, so, the, the era of the megawatt summer star... It might have passed, but you know things are cyclical, so like they, they could come back. I'm not saying it's not it's not something that could happen, but right now we're definitely I don't think living in the era of, a, of the summer star anymore. I think we live in the era of the franchise. Right. Then what do you think? I I agree. As much as I don't want to agree, as much as I don't want it to be that way, it's. I mean, <clears throat> I think we were me and you might have been talking about this a few days ago, uh, Matt, but. Uh, like more than half of the movies that are coming out this summer are all sequels. It's kind of ridiculous, like how many are sequels versus mm-hmm. um, original movies. Not that I really have a problem with sequels, because if the movie was successful, then sure I'll see it again. Um, but I also just, I mean, there aren't people 
that are like Tom Cruise esque, I guess, or Will Smith esque, that yeah. can that people like get really excited to see. Right, and uh, they're peak. Aimor. People are losing their right. mind that they're they got a new right. movie coming out. Right, I think you see that probably see that more with comedic stars now more than you do um, right. action stars. I mean, I, I feel like I say that more often where I'm excited to see. Like if Zach Galifianakis is in something, right. I, I'm really excited to see that. But normally with action, it's usually just mm. The Rock. That's pretty much. Right. I agree with that. I can't remember the last time. Like maybe, like truly was like, maybe it was Johnny Depp was the last guy who was probably at his peak. People were just going nuts. Yeah. For whenever he did something new, after like that first Pirates mm. movie, people were like, "Give me some Johnny Depp." All right. He thought he probably was going to get there, and then he. You know, tragically passed away, right? Because he just he did the Joker. I think everyone was kind of like, "Oh, this is my mm. dude." Now I'm running with this guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'll 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 second what Devin just said. So if you're gonna sell with Will Smith, I will I will go with Will Smith as the guy who's the top of the pyramid. I mean, if, um, if we're he's not, the guy who eats first at the dinner table, right? Like, That's I, I will go with Will Smith on that. I think Tom Cruise had the longer career. I think we have to give credit to Arnold for being the first. Sure. I mean, but, to be fair, though, Tom Cruise has been a lot longer, right, than Will? He must have been. Yes. Yeah, true, but like, I feel like Will Smith's peak ended in like 2006. Fair enough. And Cruise, you can say, like, it went from 80 to like 2005. It's all arguable. I think any of those guys could still come back up. I think Arnold's the only person maybe is probably at the end Arnold's of this. Done. But but Will and Tom Cruise could easily come back with a huge movie and kind of re-cement themselves in that that conversation. So I think it's a good debate to have. Uh, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Devin, for joining us for the Tight 48. Uh, listen uh, and share and like our post. Thanks so much for joining us. Tune in next time. <laughs> <laughs>